0: Friends beyond binary ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it's time for the podcaster who uh usually- i usually record these separately, but then I just started talking and uh you know like uh w- w- like is there is club, is there a club called the optimists like when you roll into a town right uh, or you used to you'd see like you got the rotary club. You got the Elks. I'm pretty sure there's the optimists. I could be wrong because I do have this. It could just be the optometrists. Uh, but I really have never looked at I said, did that just, this is the only investigation I've ever heard. Did that say optimists too? The Elks uh, and other, other like, I think those are social clubs. So is it a social club where you have to be optimistic to join or does it make you optimistic? Well, here, quoting a song is an optimistic thought because I don't even know what I'm talking about. And one day, I may look into uh, that. I could say that the podcast would probably slightly disqualify me, for. but you know who's an optimist is Ted Lasso. And this episode will eventually be about that because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest, what we're going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside uh, whatever's keeping your wake it could be thoughts on your mind your, things you're thinking about uh, about the past the present the future so thoughts uh, it could be if feelings anything coming up emotionally that you're feeling uh, it could be related to thoughts or it could be related to something else it could be feelings that are there it could be physical sensations it could be changes in time, temperature, routine. It could be a situation. It could be some anticipation, travel. You could have guests, uh, temperature. Oh, changes in time, temperature, routine. Could be non changes in temperature or that humidity. What about this? What about, you know, I don't know if I've ever met, mentioned barometric pressure before because my knowledge of it is, uh, uh, but, but that's a word that's very, sleep, pot barometric pressure you know, what kind of pressure you say, scoots, what's the mo- pressure you could handle? And I'd say, I, I, I'm pretty sure I could handle barometric pressure. He crumbled under barometric pressure, normal, not anything outside of the normal scale either. Turned out, uh, he was, uh, he was a, like, he a, was a weather, whatever that thing is. Like people used to have those on their walls. That's why barometers falling, uh, the b- bad weather may be calling. I don't know. A rise in barometric pressure. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a word that rhymes with pressure that fits in there, but I'm doing this on the fly. But, oh, so whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of it and keep you company so that you could get to sleep. So if it is barometric, you know, I take your mind. I can take your mind off of that. It could be pressure related. But here's talk about things. Here, here's another uh, things uh, uh, that cause weather, weather, or or meteorologists uh, or weather experts uh, sleepless nights. What is barometric pressure? What is the pressure of barometric pressure? What is barometric pressure pressure? Okay, I didn't. they didn't tell me if that was actually correct because it was imaginary. Oh, so, okay, I'm going to send my voice. How's How am I going to do it? How am I going to help you fall asleep? Uh, if you're new, you may be asking that, and you may be asking why. Well, one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Pointless meanders, which means I'm going to go off topic. My voice is not traditionally soothing, but it's not bad. I'm going to talk about something that you may consider nonsense. Then I'll double back. Then I'll forget what I was talking about. Then I'll go, like, over there. Like, then I'll wonder. I'll I'll wonder why the barometric pressure went away. uh, And someday uh, my barometric pressure will come back today or, or something you know whatever it is uh, th- like that kind of nonsense expect it. why do i make the show though if you're new that's a totally it's an excellent question totally normal question that millions of people have asked when they've tuned into the show why do i make the podcast one because i've been there obviously if i can talk about barry you know i know like i like i say i would have uh barometric pressure if i was a, even if i if they say hey we got a great opportunity you know it's a fundraiser we just want you to come in read off the teleprompter the weather you know give steve paulson a hug or wayne mahar or whoever the weather you know the weather famous weather person is by you and uh you know it'll be no pr- no pressure at all just become I, the first thing i would feel is pressure. And it says, is, "Is that barometric pressure I'm feeling? It's barometrically related, somewhat." Uh, so I was going to say, "I have barometric pressure, performance pressure, pressure, performance pressure, anxiety." Probably, you see, is that an extra? Pr-? I say, "Oh boy, is there extra pressure in there?" You're right about that. So that's why I make the show because I'm up, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, and um. I'm, I'm, I know how it feels in the deep dark night. I know it can feel lonely. I know I can dread going to bed. And if I can help with that, it would be my honor. It would really give me meaning being able to help you get some rest here in, the, in, in on a regular basis. So that's one of the reasons I make the show. The other reason I make the show is because I've been there, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Uh, like, a, did I say that? I see. My, I think I just had a, a hiccup because I heard a noise, and so I, sorry about that. I had to pause for a second, but you didn't hear the pause. Um, oh, but the, so the the other reason I make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. Is like I'm I'm under barometric pressure here, so barometric performance pressure pressure as well as barometric pressure. And, uh, other various pressures related to, bar, 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 like, they say, well, we want you to read this barometer. And I said, well, I, you didn't tell, you told me it was a teleprompter. And they say, but you know, I don't know anything. And I only know what I heard. And then I misremembered it. It's about barometric. I don't know if it's rising or falling, but I wouldn't know what to do with it if I did. Uh, is there a Bowie song about that? Um, okay. so. Oh, so real reason I make the show is you. You deserve a good night's sleep. And I I know how that feels when you can't get that. And and I really do believe that. You deserve a place you could rest, a bedtime you could look forward to or at least feel neutral about and not dread. And to go one step further than that, not only do you deserve it, uh, I think that if you get that rest you need, your life will be more manageable ideally then you'll get start getting the rest you need so much either you'll just barely listen to the podcast or you'll move on from it and you'll be out there in the world flourishing and when your life's more manageable or you're flourishing our world really is a better place to be in because your world's a better place to be in and that does have impact it may not impact barometric pressure uh but it you know it could impact i don't know this holy cow there's been a there's another Mar- There's another Marvel movie that'll, uh, they say, we definitely need a flop here. And they would say, okay, I got a plot about, uh, ba- I, I don't have a plot yet, but I was thinking there's some sort of disturbance in the baromet- barometric pressure in the universe, and uh, those are the stakes. Uh, the barometric pressure, the, the, this would be what they'd say when they say, you know, they have to exploit, the barometric pressure on Earth may never be the same again. That's what the authority figure would say to the super, one of the superheroes or the lead, you know, the leads They say, I don't know, like, uh, it, it, it's, and they say, well, what, what would happen? Well, we don't know. It would be unparalleled. Uh, and they'd say, okay, well, uh, isn't that, is it, is it by, isn't barometric pressure always in flux? And they say, thanks for solving. Thank you. All right. Moving on to the sleep podcast I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, So you deserve a good night's sleep. There's a few other things you probably want to know about the podcast because it is very different. If you're new, this is what millions, over a million, I wouldn't say millions, but over a million people have said it took two or three tries to get used to the podcast uh, because it's not for everybody, but it's also very different. So at first it might not seem even for you. So give it a few tries. We don't gain anything. We only gain when we have regular listeners that are engaged by falling asleep. Uh, so it's, it's nothing for me. It's just give it a few tries to see if it works for you. If it definitely doesn't work for you or you're already like, dude, how many times can you see a barometric pressure in a podcast intro? I'd say, well, let's find out. Uh, uh, but uh like, you can check out com slash no thank you. That's for people that definitely don't like the show or are looking for something else. It has other sleep podcasts, other sleepy audio on there. So check that out. And um, what else is there? Oh, so oh, what, what are the other strange things other than me, my personality, the style of the show? This is a podcast you don't really listen to. It's more here to be consumed passively or as background noise, or something you're kind of listening to. It's not quite passive. It's somewhere in between. So you're like, oh, I'm aware you're talking, and I'm kind of listening to you, but I'm not giving you my full attention. Uh, kind of like our coworkers. Am I right? Uh, am I right, baromet- you know, can I get a barometric pressure in there? Uh, we could raise. Can we raise the barometric pressure in the room? Now let's bring it down. Those of you that are interacting with your hands, I appreciate it. Instead of raising the roof, we're raising the barometric pressure. We'll we'll bring it down a little bit uh a little bit lower barometric pressure now, as one of the singers once said. Okay, so oh what was it? Oh, so this is a podcast you don't really listen to. It also doesn't put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Take your mind off stuff. Be your boyfriend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your boyfriend. Uh, your neighbor, your friend in the deep dark night to keep you company while you fall asleep, or if you can't sleep, or if you need background noise the whole night long, you need a voice uh, to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. I'm here to the very end because there is a percentage of listeners who just can't sleep or having a really tough day, and I've been there, both those things. So I'm here for you, whether you're awake or asleep, whether you're listening or not. And I'll be here to the very end of the episode. Uh, we'll be talking Ted Lasso, season one. So those are two things to know. The other thing that throws people off is the structure of the show. And the show is structured in a very specific way. It starts off, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Then I say something silly. And uh, that's so you feel seen and welcome. You say, hmm, th- I, could, I could check this podcast out. Oh, it's a little bit silly. So that's the, the greeting. Then there's support so the podcast can be free with over about 500 episodes for free to listen to whenever you want or to choose from and say, oh, these ones work better for me. Uh, that's because of the sponsors and the people that support the show that make that possible. So we do need that support to be here for free wherever you want to listen. Then there's support for listeners. and Then there's support for communities around the show. Then there's an the intro, totally separate from the support, a show within a show, as you've already witnessed, because uh, we never, not that I ever remember talking about barometric pressure or barometers. They say, you know what? Like Amazon will, I'm not kidding. This is, I, 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 you know, I don't like to take credit, but you know, when there's like all this information out there, I can guarantee that Amazon, whenever this episode comes out, within a 15 day span, we'll see a slight mathematical devi- deviation in the purchase of barometers because at least like one or two people that are listening will purchase a barometer. I mean, you know, so if you do send me a picture or send me your pictures with your barometers Uh and let's say, you know what, we, you know, every other month that we sold whatever, 45,000 barometers within a, you know, 5%, you know, standard deviation. This month it was uh, the standard DV, you know, it was like two uh, percent higher. So take that, uh, so uh, to use that. Uh, you take that barometer cash and uh, you know use it for hire hire one more weather person for your newspaper or something. Uh, put the barometer on the front page. That's what I say. Maybe but I don't think you can because it would have to be digital. I guess if it was a digital newspaper. You could have live barometer on the homepage. Okay, so this is a podcast, oh, structure show. So the intro goes on and on and on as a show within a show. 2% of people skip this intro. It's not part of the support, though. It's to introduce the podcast to new people. But for regular listeners, it's their chance to wind down and have some distance between being awake and asleep, a transition. And for even more percentage of those people... They're using it as part of their wind-down routine, whether they're getting ready for bed or they're in bed getting comfortable or they're doing some other relaxing activity while they listen. That's what's been shown to work, is to ease into bedtime, and that's what the intro does. There is also a percentage of people that are asleep. We're happy for them. So happy we can't clap because we don't want to wake you up. Uh, So we'll just kind of roll our eyes. But really, we're happy for you we have FOMO, you know, so that's the, uh, so that's the intro, I, I guess, uh, as you become a regular listener, you say, oh, like some people, they stop listening to the intro or they skip it and then they listen and they go, oh, I didn't realize I was missing an entire adventure, adventures in barometer, adventures in bar- barometer is what I wanted to say. You see, is Scoots a comedian, is there comedy in sleep? No, there's more baromedy. It's, uh, sometimes, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What does that even mean? I don't even know. He just said it, Baromedy. He he said it by accident. He thought it by accident and then said it on purpose. So that's the intro. Then between the intro and our story or our TV recap tonight of Ted Lasso will be uh, support. Again, so show's free twice a week. Paying for it is totally optional. If you do pay for it, you get ad-free episodes, but it's optional because not everybody can do that. Then there's our uh, recap of Ted Lasso. That'll be lulling, lulling learning with Lasso. If Even if you haven't seen the show, oh boy, will it be sleepy. And then there's thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. I really appreciate your time and you coming by. And I really hope I can help you get to sleep. These are a couple ways I'm able to do it for you for free choice a week. Right, everybody, Scoots here. We're talking season talking th- season one, episode three, uh, Trent Crim Independent. Uh, and let me see my notes here. 5.59, up before alarm, blinds open. Watch on, very happy. Tea on desk, news, nothing. Breakfast at Higgins Family, uh, four boys, knock, knock. Uh, moody. Knack, knack, something. Uh, then we'll check the dialogue. Left in check. Uh, town three hours. Up mentors. I don't know what any of this is. Uh, up mentors. She takes these biscuits. Ted's joke on branding flops. Uh, catching the mics. Uh, Ted and beard. Ted talks to surf ornament. Uh, offer stink. No way. Catching the things. Uh catching the mules? Uh Ted and Beard talk. Ted talks uh to surfer errant uh offer size stink. Uh I don't know, I think uh, cause I remember the opening episode starts with the Rebecca sequence, uh and then I thought there was a thing where Ted didn't sleep well either. Maybe that was the last episode. I guess that was episode two, yeah. Left in check. Knock, knock. Uh, So Ted must go into her office. I don't know if the three hours are up. Uh, She takes those biscuits. Uh, Ted's joke. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. So moving on. More on my notes. Uh, Fixes her symbolic... Roho gestures, beard out all night, uh, oh, one of us, our pocket, two pockets, three pockets, oh, this one, Nate checks his pockets, uh, for strategy, and, uh, He says, do you think this will work? Uh, So Nate reminds me of me. He he has multiple pieces of paper in his pockets. I don't have any any more um, because I don't know why. Jamie, decoy, no, yeah, give it a shot. Uh, Strut to strut to strut. Uh, Nate struts like Scooter does, uh, like a fist's out. Uh, uh, Jamie and Keely, not fine first page of the sun relationship uh we see jamie and keely maybe i thought we just saw keely but she goes yeah things aren't fine as they're strutting they cross paths uh and she goes look at these pictures that could have been on the front page of the sun and the ted t- t- says well it's just a friend helping a friend whose relationship does not define her and she said i'm gonna get in a sneeze face uh uh, and then that'll say Jamie's tart breaks Tart's heart. Higgin runs in. Does Rebecca have a different teacup? Is this a different day? Ted Keeley, hello. I guess it is a different day. I will first. Uh, do, do, um, training, bumble catch, uh Jamie, short shorts, uh, Nate, so many new feelings. Uh, made you hellos goodbyes make your hellos hellos goodbyes do it well two laps uh nate laughs at ted running colin uh isaac on nate's gaffer's case roy grimaces uh ted and beard ted comments on how the beard doesn't run fast he hands out books jamie tosses his in the trash uh Roy goes to the coach's office uh, Ted's posture is perfect at different moments it's not always the same but like uh he does a slow rise up posture and this one he's the one uh damn inside that man's heart uh or something uh heard guitar music Jamie forty kilos in curl I looked that up. No offense to Jamie, but it's not. That's I think that's like uh, if I looked it up right, forty kilogram kilograms is way too much to be um, curling, even for a normal. I didn't where it just didn't look like forty kilos because I can't remember. I guess I could look it up here. Uh, Roper's stare good. Maybe that's Roy's stare's good. Roy, you going to the club tonight? Are you going to be there? No. Yeah, let's look up 40 kilos. I looked it up yesterday, so a price in one of these tabs on my phone. Maybe I'll just do that, huh? Nope, don't see it. Okay, let's do this one. Oh, no, wait, I need that for later. 40 kilos and pounds. Oh, ounces to pounds. Uh, what about kilos to pounds? Kilos to pounds. Uh is 2.2 pounds so i mean he'd be yeah 40 84 pounds uh even he he couldn't i don't i mean i'm not judging i'm not kidding don't know if even if it was one in each arm that he would be doing 20 kilos in each arm would be 42 or 44 that's a lot to curl for even someone of jamie's fitness and he's fit uh I mean, curling 44 pounds in each arm is possible, but I think Jamie would like to be much bulkier. Just a thought that, uh, just a tangent. Uh, going to the club, Kyle and Isaac, Kyle and Isaac keep it up after Royce says to stop. Is the sun rising here in this thing? Yes, Higgins is waiting for Rebecca. Spoke to the owner of the sun. Sun. Uh, good VIP. Oh, oh, the owner of the sun. Ted says, "You mean God?" The VIP. V, Ted does the v, v, MVP dance. Uh, the independent. Uh, the prolific Trent Krim. He's a tough cookie. You know what you do with tough cookies? Ted says, "Dip them in milk." Uh, uh Trent rolls up at uh training. Still, the sun is rising or setting. So good continuity. Uh, but Tent shakes his glasses off, do, do, does a handshake. Uh, Trent's very chill. It's a cold morning because they saw Sam's breath. Uh, Jamie, give me the ball perf- performance. Ted, give me the ball. Ted does uh, some physical comedy. D saw, oh, uh, then there's, like, uh, Jamie says, what's so funny about that? Roy says, this may be the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I thought, even funnier than Step Brothers. Uh, spits on art uh combine trent holds his glasses nate the great uh spits on art none of this is correct uh nate the great find another poo this is the kit man uh because they say who came up with a strategy you know nate what does he do he's the kit man might be a genius he's a good kid uh beard says and uh there's a lot, there's so many nested jokes here. Ted says, there's your headline, man nods head. Uh, Roy, more mad, no shirt on. He rolls out, Keely whistles, there's good dialogue. We'll cover another multi-level comedy. No, 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 both are, both cool. Mad all the time. Uh, play, like, uh, she laughs. Uh, then we're in the office, Trent's looking around. You're like one of those robot vacuums looking for dirt. Roomba? Uh, coincidences. Uh, it's a funny thing about coincidences. Uh, Sometimes they just happen. Office uh, biscuit tree. That can't be right either. Oh, the biscuits are... Uh, Keely comes into Rebecca's office, uh, and Rebecca's having biscuits and tea. Keely takes her shoes off. Uh. Then we have some good dialogue there. School school Kids, Trent is sitting with the kids. League Champs, uh, Ed Lasso, Lasso. not Lasso, I don't know. He gets his name totally wrong, the principal. Uh, Jacob uh, makes fun of uh, under his breath. Then we see Captain Roy Kent. Uh, Roy shells out right, stalls out right. Kids love it. Trent's impressed impressed with uh, Roy. Then we have Roy and Ted in headers with the kids. The sequence is really good. Ted takes over. Phoebe uh, gets Ted's nose. Principal's impressed. We have Ted and Roy together. Trent's got his jacket over his shoulder. Hurry, Harry. Harry. Is that who's at the restaurant? Uh, Ted introduces them, uh, he both just met a cool person, uh, whatever the chef recommends. So they eat at a restaurant, uh, of the person that Ted first met in, in uh, at the airport. Trent's stunned that, uh, he doesn't get to order. And, uh, he gives, he said, uh, have you ever had Indian food, uh, uh, to, uh, It's, uh, but you know, Ted's there on interpersonal business, not on, uh, other business, uh, I can smell this deep inside my brain, never had Indian food, too hot, uh, Ollie, uh, can't, we can't embarrass Ollie jacket over shoulder, Trent's jacket over shoulder, Henry, I don't know. Uh, Why did you leave Kansas? Uh, It's irresponsible. Trent, what do you love? Uh, Best version of themselves. Growing up without someone believing in you. Talk about foreshadowing. Trent says, I should go. Deadlines and all. Roy and Phoebe, they finished the whole book, uh, which is impressive. Uh, He's reading uh, Wrinkle in Time to her. Uh, Has to be me. Mind your own business, Phoebe. Advanced copy of the article comes out, Wayward Ted. Ted goes here, sees some of the kids, pub people. This is all while well, the article is being first read by Higgins, then by Trent. Uh, Roy goes to the club. Roy deals with uh, Jamie, Isaac, and Colin. Keeley says, Roy, holy cow. Ted has some tummy trouble. Trent, we will be relegated, but I won't gloat uh, for band or something. I don't know what the last... Oh, Rebecca drops an F-bomb. That's what that says. Okay, so now I'm going to hit play on the proper episode. I don't know if the... uh, Let's see if the... uh, There's the commercial starts okay, hopefully the uh, captions are running, That's how I get the dialogue nowadays uh five fifty nine I think Rebecca has a Phillips wake up alarm, maybe not though there's cool music, even though I can't hear it uh Rebecca opens her blinds uh, she's already dressed uh lets in daylight she's got flowers, puts on her watch she struts out uh, through the o- into the office uh Sits down, she's got her purse, she's got her tea, she's got her son, the national, the national son maybe, I don't know. She starts looking for the article about Ted and Keeley, it's not there. She's not happy, and she says it out loud, and then she calls H- Higgins, who she has a nickname for. Higgins is eating a gigantic bowl of cereal. There's toast, there's jelly, juice, milk, kids. Uh, kids, uh... Nothing in the sun about Ted and Keeley. Are you in your office, Higgins? Lies. Of course I am. It's like 7.15, and I guess a boy, one of, you know, his kids are different ages. Uh, Ted comes into the office, uh, peach of a Sunday. It must be Monday. Saw Big Ben. Saw it. I saw The Biggest Collector. there was a great thing. When I was kid, Ted sells this to Alan like a clock tower in Milwaukee. And, uh... He was in there for three hours and 42 minutes uh, solo. And he goes, you figured that out, uh, how I knew how long it was, because of the time, because of the clock. Uh, Rebecca goes, you know what, I got a branding meeting. Ted makes a joke about that. And uh, we're in Kansas, so you'd be laughing, but we're not. uh, So Rebecca does have, she has like a, a porcelain teacup right now. I think later she has a clear one. And Ted goes to the game board or the strategy board, goes over X's and O's from the last uh, match, or just X's and arrows. And uh, he's looking at it. Uh, Crystal Palace. Beard's just nodding. Uh, here's our current offense, and it stinks. Let's clear the board. Thumbs down from Beard. And he goes. It was a symbolic gesture. He also fixes his hair. I believe in symbolic gestures, Beard yawns, Uh, Beard was out all night, Uh, Ted's impressed, and Nate's clearing out the garbage and listening, and he goes, I got an idea, or maybe he just makes a noise, Uh, got something, Nate, no, yeah, no, yeah, never mind, I'm sorry, I can't hear people that don't believe in themselves, Ted says, or something like that, and it goes into his pockets, one, two... Three, three or four. Uh, it's on an orange piece of paper, peach-colored paper. And oh, that's when the coach says that about believing in yourself. Uh, do you think this will work? And Nate says, yeah, I do. Oh, they say, oh, boy, Nate. Nate laughs, and they go walk us through it. It's a attack, uh, like a action on the wing, near side, defense. Sam takes the spot. Uh, Jamie's a decoy. No. Well. I guess in this case, yes. Uh, he hands it to Beard. They say, let's strut. Uh, we're going to try it, uh, see if it fits. Could be flattering. Uh, and uh, Ted says, maybe it makes me so good I want to strut. I like the way this makes me feel. Let's strut. Uh, so we have three different struts. Uh, Nate's like, uh, Nate struts like I do. Not comfortable strutting yet. Uh, and then they go the wrong way. Then they change directions. Jamie and Keely are kissing before practice or uh, training. Keely says, hey, Ted, you got a second. Everything's fine. Uh, really? No, it's not fine. Uh, picture of you uh, wiping mustard off my face. Uh, it was an untrue uh, headline. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> manager feeds young woman whose relationship does not define her. But she goes, this is a good picture of me good light that says uh my friend can hold the story for one day as a favor but jamie's not gonna like it uh and she goes and then the next picture won't be as good i could be sneezing uh and then they'll print that one and what would had done would be tight no jamie's tart breaks tarts heart did you just come up with that yeah that's brilliant she was power rhyming in this country uh Lasso makes Passo and creates team fiasco. Keeley's got bars. Uh, yeah, I can rhyme. No wonder they want to like, uh, mess with my rep. Uh, so Ted and K- K- Healy, Higgins runs into uh, the office. He pretends he's on time. Sorry it took me so long. Through so his briefcase, uh, Rebecca's still like, how come there's no article about Ted and Keeley? Then Ted and Keeley walk in. Ted's got, uh, Higgins' briefcase, uh, and that's supposed to run in the sun tomorrow. Rebecca, what should we do? Rebecca says, okay, well, I've been through this. Uh, Keely says, I'll figure out who took the picture and then we'll deal with that. Uh, and Rebecca says, no, I can get it uh, cleared up. Uh, no problem. And, uh, strong, powerful, confident woman. Uh, Ted says, uh. And he he makes uh, the action figure-like arms. Uh, Glad to help. Uh, Okay, thank you. See you later, Rebecca Glares. Can they get the photo back to me? They could. I'm not a spy, Higgins says. Uh, So, you know, I just work in football operations. Uh, And she goes, uh, you're proficient at both uh, equally. With irony. Uh, Then the run in Nate's play for the first time. It works. Uh, Sam scores. uh, When Jamie runs through. And uh, Nate says, geez, uh, holy cow. Jamie only gets, uh, doesn't get it yet. And then Ted runs out uh, and says, uh, we got to, you know, we got to be more fit. quicker transitions from offense to defense. Easiest way to do that well is to do it well and be in great shape. Uh, So we're all going to run two laps. Anybody that finishes behind me gets four more, four more laps. That's six laps. And uh, Nate laughs, genuine laugh as Ted runs. uh, And Ted's running uh, in a funny way. And then then, uh, we get... uh, Who's that? Colin and uh, Isaac giving uh, Nate the Great a hard time. Roy Stairs, Cockburn, Reynolds. Uh, uh, Ted says, okay, uh, good work. Jamie's taking selfies. Uh, uh, Beard mentions he was on the chess team. Uh, Illinois State Champs. Ted says, I got you some uh, books. Uh, we see... Sam, everybody's around, well, they slowly unwrap them. Sam's got Ender's Game, I think. Uh, Jamie has a beautiful in the darned. And uh, Roy has a wrinkle in time, which really says a lot about how much Ted thinks about each player and that he's really gotten to know them. Jamie gives uh, Nate more of a hard time. Uh, Roy rolls in and says, aren't you going to do something about I'm giving uh, Nate a hard time? No, you don't want the coach uh, uh, defending you. Uh, I can't do it. Uh, it would make it worse. And Roy does not like that. uh goes, yeah, I learned a lot of things at <laughs> Brookridge Elementary. Uh, one is Ronnie Fouch. Uh, don't watch out for ronnie fouch uh and uh no free candy and yeah if someone tells a teacher not not you know then it's going to make it worse uh and roy says you're not going to do anything so he goes nope uh roy storms out uh and uh, Beard says, what are you doing? He goes, he's the one, coach. Uh, if we're going to make an impact, uh, he's the first domino that needs to fall is inside that man's heart. Uh, Roy's thinking, that's when he goes to weight room to deal with Jamie. And yeah, Jamie's probably lifting, I'd say those are probably, they could be 10s, so twenty. 22, I think he's probably do, doing 25 maybe, but more likely, more likely he's doing 15 and, um, maybe not. I mean, those could be very dense weights. I mean, Jamie's fit, man. Holy cow. Uh, Roy's saying, Hey, leave Nate alone. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, Jamie does, uh, He's a leader. He goes, yeah, Nate's uh, a baby, uh, and Regis stares at him and he goes, I'll take care of it. Nate's a good lad. uh, uh, Colin's also doing, uh, curls. I think Colin's doing 15s or twenty, so like, uh, different style of weight, uh, and James says, keep it up, uh, and Nate. Uh, then we have Sun Rising. Higgins is already at the water cooler. You wanted me to see you that you were here on time. You're in good spirits. Uh, and Rebecca says, even if we can't run that picture, we could still get the community uh, uh, irritated with Ted because they're the ones behind the team. And if they're no longer behind the team, then, uh, then Rebecca goes off to her office. Ted drops off her uh, biscuits, uh, newspaper, the Sun. And they want a picture of you and Keeley. Ted does an MVP dance, uh, does kick kicking like cheerleading uh, style. And then you got to, you know, talk to Trent Krim of the Independent. He's going to do a profile on you one on one with Coach Lasso. Ted says, okay. And Rebecca says, he's good. Trent's a tough cookie, though. Coach says, well, that's fine. Just dip him in milk. And then we see Trent, uh, may even have a knit tie on. He's very stylish. Uh, And he says, uh, hello, Trent, hello, Coach Lasso, hello, Trent Krim, call me Ted. Uh, And his spin stripes match his shirt, which is kind of a, I don't even know what kind of color it is, a greenish uh, something. The trick play works again. Jamie's shorts are very short. Coach runs out there and says, Jamie, you can sell better, though. Uh, So he does something. Run through hard, man. Make the defense believe you. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Maybe that's from, uh, make it a performance. Uh, maybe that's from side brothers or stepbrothers. Uh, and, uh, Jamie says, no one thinks it's funny, but Roy does. Uh, funnier. Oh, funnier than the bunk bed scene, uh, which I used to think was the funniest I've ever seen. Now I'm going to have to reorder things. And that's when Trent says, who came up with the plan? Oh, Nate the Great did. Who's Nate the Great? He's the kit man, uh, dude. And he goes, the kit, what is Nate the Great? Oh, yeah, I saw Ted's breath there. Nate's cleaning up the field. He goes, you're entrusting a premier league team attack to the kit man. Uh, Young fellas forgotten more about the sports than I know. Might be a genius. great kid good kid oh boy oh boy if you knew coach Beard, that's a big deal you mean that he nods again there's your story man nods head uh like uh iconic profile try- typed up by one trent Qu- crim tighten up those lines uh colin and um isaac uh go bug uh Nate again, Roy sees it, uh he says, What is this? Uh cut it out uh and then he goes, uh looking for Jamie. But he goes out to the parking lot, uh shirtless, uh Keeley whistles, uh look like you forgot something, your boyfriend, uh and she, she goes, Don't you have relationship problems too, uh Roy? He goes, yeah. And he goes, I'm not your boyfriend's minder. Uh, I'm trying, you know, the new gaffers got me, uh, uh, dealing for Nate, uh, Barnes, no, Shelley, Nathan Shelley. And then he does a terrible <laughs> imitation of, uh, Ted Lasso, like a cowboy with a falsetto voice or something. She goes, you're really bad at impressions. Uh. I can't be manipulated, Roy says, and Keeley totally plays him. She goes, oh, I could get you irritated. Uh, she, she goes, I can't hear you. What is that? What is that? If it was, Say it again. And Roy gets irritable. They say, okay. She walks by him. And she goes, I'm Roy. You can't. I get, played to, I get paid to play a game, and I'm mad. Uh, and, uh, she laughs really, uh, fully. And then, uh, Roy goes, that was pretty good. We're back at the office, Trent's snooping around. Uh, Ted must've just got out of the shower. Beard shakes his head. Roll by vacuum. Let's go to school. Oh, interesting, uh, thing, uh, he goes, wasn't there a party in your locker room? Is that a right message uh, if you lose a game? And then Coach, coach says, yeah, I'm not concerned with uh, wins and losses. Uh, he goes, we're going to go speak to some kids. Uh, oh, I guess they said uh, Trent is a little cynical, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a cynic, though, but he's cynical of Ted. Because it said he was cynical in the preview, or a cynic. Uh, I said, no, he's cynical Ted a little bit. Uh, Keely and Rebecca. Keely's got a present for Rebecca. It's a, uh, what are those things called? A cactus, strong and prickly, a bit like you. And she goes, I'm not going to be afraid of you, Rebecca, anymore. I didn't know you were. Yeah, you're so intimidating. Uh, she goes, Jamie would have been... Uh, so upset if he knew reporters were looking into our business. Uh, And she goes, didn't it get on your nerves when you were getting uh, treated like that? And uh, Rebecca says, well, yeah, sometimes they they don't even print, you know, nice pictures of you. She goes, like, pictures of us looking fit? They don't put those. uh, And uh, Kaylee says, holy cow. And I can't believe this. So it has shown everybody. And then Rebecca's like, Oh, I got to get back to work anyway. And Kaylee says, Bye. Don't forget your shoes. Rebecca laughs. Genuinely. We go to the school. Trent's looking around with the kids. Uh, principal comes in. And, uh, I didn't think we'd be very good and we'd win a game, but we won the league championship. Uh, and let's welcome the manager of ASC Richmond, Ed Lasso, or something. Uh, hey, everybody, how about you meet Roy Kent? Uh, Trent laughs when the kids laugh at uh, Ted. But I'm sure you're more excited to uh, welcome Roy Kent, uh, team captain, which the kids are. Too. Roy says, not much for public speaking or school. Wasted time to me. Uh, Let's get out of this auditorium and uh, go on the pitch or whatever. And the kids cheer. Roy nods. Principal's happy. Trent's impressed. Uh, uh, Ted tries to bond with Roy. There's Phoebe. Uh, it's my sister's kids. kid. Uh, let's do headers. Line up. One header. Two headers. Three headers. Four headers. Uh, Ted heads one. Five or six if you count, Ted, another kid, seven. Lovely, liked it, eight, nine, ten, maybe. Ted takes over, and then Phoebe uh, returns it uh, right on the button. Great job, Phoebe. Ted uh, signs some footballs uh, where the kid we'll see later when he's out in the community. Principal says that's the longest anyone's ever stayed. Well, I don't have those kind of things in me like Ted does. Uh Trent's in the background on his phone. Roy said, why'd you give me a wrinkle in time? Young girls struggle with the burden of leadership. Uh And uh, Roy says, am I supposed to be a little girl? Uh You're supposed, I'd like you to be, Ted says.
1: And Roy says, Trent, I don't like
0: you. Phoebe, let's go. And they watch him go, are you hungry? Uh then Trent says, let the battle commence. Uh, then Ollie says, Ted Lasso, you invited me here. I invite everybody. This is my friend Trent. This is Ollie. Now you've met a c- cool person. And whatever Chef recommends, spicy, just like we're family members, uh, Ted doesn't understand. I mean, even that, you, you, you don't say, you say, huh, why don't you go medium? So Ted says, I can't wait. Uh, Ollie says, great. Uh, they talk about, uh, spicy foods, uh, and then Trent says, this is irresponsible, man. What are you doing? Uh, Ted says, I'll eat your food, uh, Trent, so that would we'll be polite. Dump it on my plate, uh, goes, would you do this for the money? Uh, and Ted says, no, uh, do, do, do it because I love it, uh. I love helping people be the best selves. Uh, I love coaching. Like you love writing, maybe. You're good at it. Uh, and uh, I love coaching. Uh, it's not the wins and losses. It's helping people have somebody believe in them and so they can be the best version of themselves on and off the field. Not easy. Growing up without someone believing in you. To, uh, so let me ask you this. So is my tongue still in my mouth? And Trent says, okay, I got to go. And he says, I really enjoyed spending time with you, Trent. And he goes, you really believe that, don't you? And he goes off. Uh, Ali comes back with more food. I know Americans like to eat a lot. So there you go. Ted eats some more, gets some more spicy. Beautiful, beautiful, beyond beautiful, Ted says. Oh, it's hot, Uh and uh, Roy's reading to Phoebe from the end of Wrinkle in Time can't be anyone else. He realizes, uh, he says, I got to go. Mind your own business, Phoebe. Be good. Kisses her good night. Uh, and Higgins calls Rebecca because he has an advanced version Wayward Ted. Whatever you think of Coach Lasso, the truth is harder to swallow. He uh, sees a kid from uh, school. But swallow, you must, because Ted's out there in the community, bravely or stupidly facing the music. Uh, that's for you to decide. The people at the pub yell at him. He's in over his head. Uh, he doesn't care if Richmond wins or loses. But if the lasso way is wrong, it's hard to imagine being right. Hagan uh, says, "This is not my words. This Trent Crim's words." Uh, keep going. The business that's sub Ted reigns it in. Subtle. Never hits you over the head. This one, Roy goes into the club. Uh, he says, "Stop messing with Nate." Uh, he goes, "That goes for all of you." Because I can't believe you're drinking uh, flavored vodka. Such a child. Keely's impressed. And she goes, "Keely, Roy." Uh, something about people becoming leaders or to show uh, respect. Uh, eating spicy food. Ted Hat runs in. We zoom on. Uh, Rebecca's awful face. Uh, you know, if they ever get relegated, I can't help but root for him. And that's when she says F bomb. Um, let's see. Let's look up a couple things from this episode. So the first thing is uh, uh, Gay Talise. Uh, it says like a profile by Gay Talise. Uh, who is a profilist uh, for Esquire and New York Times. Uh, since 1960, Talese kind of helped d- identify contemporary literature journalism. Uh, one of the pioneers in new journalism. Let's see. And it's just so uh, Ted had mentioned it as a, a famous profilist uh, when he says, okay, one day... Uh, you know, you'll write a, Trent will write an article like that about, uh, the beard. So Talisa worked for Esquire in the sixties, uh, and, uh, wrote an essay about, uh, Joe DiMaggio. Uh, he wrote a few, quite a few articles, um, about Floyd Patterson and, uh, yeah, it was just uh, something I thought people would want to know about. Uh, then I also want to get an idea of where Ted Lasso lives. Uh, so this is some uh, uh, stuff uh, here. Uh, uh, this is from GroundhopperGuides.com, Paul Gerard. Uh, uh, this all started with NBC's Ted Lasso's Tottenham ads. Uh, when NBC got the contract for the premier league, they made two short ads in which Ted Lasso. Well, I didn't know this American football coach from Wichita state comes over to coach Tottenham hotspur. Uh, when I heard those ads, uh, had been turned into a series, I wondered how on earth that would happen, but it's been a bit of a hit, uh, Ted Lasso's optimist, uh, and uh okay so so like uh non soccer, ted lasso filming locations uh yeah so many are filmed in the real world richmond a town in greater london these include his apartment uh in richmond green where he gets schooled and prince prince's head prince's head pub uh, which shows up a few times uh so it's called the oh, Ted's pub on the show is called the crown and the anchor, but it's really the princess head pub, uh, six minute walk from the Richmond station on the overground, uh, Southwestern and district lines, uh, show changed its name. Uh, let's see. The pub looks a lot like it does on TV can compare shots. Ted Lasso street in Richmond, uh, outside the Prince's head is, uh, in the real world, it's called Paved Court. Uh, and the giveaway here is an Argentinian empanadas place called Chago. Uh, paved Court in Richmond. Uh, well, it's has coffee out on there. Uh, and there's even some shots selling AFC Richmond there. Uh, let's see. Some of this is from Season 2, so I'm going to skip it. Let me go to another article. Ted Lasso's house is located in Richmond. uh, This is Ted Lasso Wiki uh, near uh, Brewers Lane. This is fictional, though. uh, Walking distance, Coach Beer, the dog track, and the crown and anchor, and an unnamed coffee vendor. Okay, but it doesn't have any real-world info. We got one more. Where was... uh, this is from Elite Daily, Rachel Chapman, 2021. Uh, here's some places that Ted Sillasso uh, is filmed on location in London. So we have AFC Richmond is uh, based on the Richmond area in London where he resides. It's a real town you can visit. You could even try to pick up your own biscuits or stroll into the pub. Uh, it's also home to Wembley and the Hayes and Yeading uh, United uh, Football Stadium. Uh, all these places where you could go, or maybe those are just places. Uh, Apple TV hasn't. Okay, so AFC Richmond Stadium is the SkyX uh, Community Stadium on Beaconsfield Road, and uh, uh, the stadium, which is home to the Hay- Hayes and Yeading. Football Club in West London. It's uh, near West London Studios where some of the interior stuff is shot. And Ted Lasso's apartment is on paved court, as we said. Uh, The interior is on a soundstage, but the exterior you could check out. Uh, And there's a bunch of, you know, uh, icons in Richmond from the show. The Crown and Anchor Pub, which is mentioned. Uh, the River Thames, uh, which can be seen throughout the series. Uh, walk along the water uh, and pretend you Roy or Keeley. Uh Check out the bench across from the Twickenham Rowing Club. Uh, the Gaucho Restaurant. Uh, that may be in a future episode. Doll Shops. Dolls of England Shop. Uh, that's another one in a future episode. The Nelson Road Stadium or the Dog Pound, uh, that's where, they, oh, the SkyX Community Stadium is where the AFC Richmond team trains with their home stadium. Nelson Road is actually Selhurst Park Stadium, which, ironically enough, is home to Crystal Palace, uh, so you could attend a match there. Uh, Wembley Stadium uh, is uh, uh, in later episodes. Uh, Goodison Park, uh, which I'm probably saying wrong, Uh, that's Liverpool's, uh, so you can't do, wait, it says uh, Richmond traveled to to play Everton uh, at the Goodison Park Stadium, traveled to Liverpool, oh, uh, AFC traveled to Liverpool to play against Everton uh, at the team's Goodison Park Stadium. Oh, so it took. It was filmed in London, but it was pretending it was taking place in Liverpool. Tower Bridge, uh, it's in the opening episode. Uh, it's not the London Bridge, as Ted says. Uh, oh, the, uh, the place for the club is the Rivoli Revol- Ballroom. That takes place in the next episode. It's been filmed and been used in multiple different movies and uh, stuff. And then Richmond Green, Upon pond to Thames. Uh, it's a gorgeous park uh, next to Ted's neighborhood. It's seen you know, in quite a few episodes. Uh, and uh, you could check that out as well. And the last thing I thought was interesting that they used Roomba, which I don't think is owned by... And they were talking about it, but I I looked this up on Wikipedia. iRobot, American technology company that builds consumer robots, founded in 1990 by three members of MIT's Artificial Intelligence Lab. Uh, Originally it was space and uh, offensive robots. Uh, Let's see what we got here. History, 1990, uh, they got a DARPA grant. Uh, Then 2002, they unveiled their first uh, Roomba. It became a stock at some point uh, it has another, other uh, got a it's now as a floor mopper and uh, let's see they've used they've you know they, they have uh, you know they have history they have current robots uh in development uh uh lawnmower <laughs> don't do it please uh scuba was the original floor washing robot it had been discontinued in 2000. Oh no, 2006. Uh, they phased it out. Dirt dog was designed for workshop use uh, and could pick up bolts and nuts and stuff like that. And they even had a toy, uh, uh, like a doll connector. Uh, that one got made, never released. Uh, they had a, a swimming pool robot, uh, luge uh, l-o-o-j a uh, gutter cleaning robot uh it was based on a science fair project from a kid in 2004 it's not autonomous so remote controlled patterned after a toy tank with an auger on the front uh to go in the gutters clean out debris and then another swimming pool robot mira uh clean pool's floors and walls you see another pool robot so so that's it that's it for tonight's episode uh, good night everybody